Hello, and welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 188. I'm your host, Kamran Shushtar, and with me is... James Seelig. And today we are continuing our Destiny 2 Lightfall talk with this part two episode. With us once again is Ibantis. Hello. And joining us for the first time is IGN's very own Travis Northup. McClunky. Hello, it is I. I am Travis Northup. Some people call me Ty Guy Travis, and I write for IGN, unfortunately, for everyone else. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Uh, if you guys don't know, he was on the fire team chat as well. Yes. Uh, and I, That's where the I totally forgot. Me for, for it's me. so interesting. I didn't even like make the connection until you just said McClunky. I was like, oh, that's yes. that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I was on fire team chat for a number of years. I was the reason the show ended. They didn't like me Aww. specifically. They were like, yeah. let's, we got to get this guy off the air. So it's all you. hundred yeah. percent. It's funny because when I met Travis, uh, I totally forgot he was on. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I love Fireteam Chat. And he's like, I was on it. And I'm like, looking at him like, and you say McClunky. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's him. It's that guy. Uh, but we're here, like I said, Lightfall Part 2. No news once again this week. And we're continuing where we left off from last week where uh, we talked the campaign. We talked Season of the Seraph and the Neomuna destination and how that is so far. Uh, this week, we are talking specifically the exotic quests, which there are three, sort of four, but the fourth one doesn't really count, uh, if unless you're New Light, I guess, uh, for this expansion. We also have the Strand subclass to actually talk about, not just the kind of half-assed Strand you get throughout the campaign. And then uh, loadouts, the UI changes, the Root of Nightmares raid, along with Season of Defiance with its very, uh, very heavy story. And seasonal activity and exotic quest. Cool. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and jump right in with the exotic quests of Lightfall, which uh, we had uh, the final strand, unfinished business, and Strider. There was also another last city, but that's just the Arbalist. And unless you already had that, oh, you didn't yeah, really yeah. care. So, uh, how did we feel though about I guess the first one being the final strand, which uh, you get from doing just unlocking everything in the strand subclass from the uh, fragments and uh, what do you call them? Uh, how did I just forget the name for them? But the aspects, well, that's well, what it's called. First, I felt betrayed because Bungie promised me that I was going to have to grind to unlock the subclass like I did for Stasis. And they lied. They lied. Not only did they lie because it was kind of a grind. You just had to like go and kill things with strand for a long time. But they also had intended for it to be weekly. And they went back on it because of us, because we complained so badly that then they just unlocked all of it at the same time. So, I mean, good on them for that. But the fact that it was even planned to be weekly after they told us that they weren't going to do this again no. is kind of hilarious. Um, but uh, I don't actually remember any of these missions. I, I recorded <clears throat> them for the for the video review for IGN. But so I kind of remember some of the stuff we did. But like my my recollection of all three of these exotic quests was like. You were somewhere on Neomuna doing some stuff. You had to kill some guys. At the end, there was probably a Tormentor, you know, because that's their only big bad enemy that they have now, the new, the new big new enemy. Um, and then you got an exotic. That's kind of what I remember on all of these, right? And the, this one, actually, the one that you're talking about now, you buy it, don't you? You just get it. You, you do the thing, and then you go up to the the meditation panel and you just grab it from the yeah. ui yeah so you don't even it's not even an in-world drop or anything so no um, i would just say all of these exotic quests like 
were forgettable. The one that was good was Vexcalibur, which uh, to me, that's where we should be talking about. The other ones like, yeah, that's the only one I remember doing. Vexcalibur is the only one that's like worth actually talking about as a mission. That's cool. Well, Uh, I'll save you a little time. I technically still don't have the final strand because every so often I'll look at it. I'm like, Oh, I need to do that. And then I don't do it. (laughs) That's I saved that one actually myself. Uh, that wow. was the last That's one I needed, me. and I left it That's for. I know. Let's just like it's that like strand sidearm. I was like, it didn't seem like it was going to be like a meta game breaker or anything like that. And then it just keeps being one of those things where I was like, I could do that, <laughs> or I could just not do it. Right? It's now, a grind, so. man. I had to get yeah. all the exotics for the review, so I was like, I need to do this thing. So I grinded out, but. I remember my fiance, she was like, she plays Destiny as well. She was looking at it. She was like, I really want that gun. She loves sidearm. She likes strand, all that stuff. And then when she saw what she actually had to do, she was like, ha, no. What not do doing that. Do I'm not just for, what do you have to do for it? Comes you just have to run out. around Neomuna killing things with strand forever. Yeah. It just takes So forever. when you buy it with strand meditations? You have to own all of the other strand icons and then it unlocks it. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, I'm so, so far behind on that. It's the worst. I, I only play on weekends mostly, yeah. so it's going to take me like forever. Yeah, it takes forever, and there's not really a good way to grind it while doing other things. Like you kind of just have to run around Neomuna killing stuff with Strand, which is what I did, and it took like seven hours. It was just way too long. Oh my god. So yeah, yeah. It's like just I guess do public events and go to the like the Vex incursion areas. Really, Vex That's incursion is it. the best way to do it. Just run around. Or yeah. when you collect all the figures, just do it during there too, because you'll be running into stuff along the way a bunch yeah. of times for that. So. Um, but I guess it's trying the final warning. I liked it a lot. Uh, it's a really fun sidearm mm-hmm. being a strand sidearm, uh, especially what is it? It stri- sidearms for anti-barrier this season. Uh, yeah. Correct? One of them. Yep. Yeah. So that, that was a little bit helpful, but it, it's, I like its rate of fire, especially. I think that's the big thing for me. Uh, it definitely is fun to use. Uh, the unfinished business one, I think that was the Rohan quest. I'm pretty sure, but you get like a machine gun. I I'm gonna be honest. I haven't you really used it at all. I've used that machine gun and it's mid, but like in terms of the quests, like none of us remember these quests. They're yeah. like five minutes no, long. Yeah. They're not very interesting. That's my Vexcalibur. I think <laughs> next. Yeah, then you get to Vexcalibur. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about Vexcalibur. We can just you know we'll just talk about Vexcalibur right now. And okay, so Vexcalibur. I thought it was really fun just finding out like, hey, there's a secret. And it's like, what's the secret? Go to this location in the EDZ and you see the little glowing like Vex orb things or squares, I guess. And you, right. what is it? Like six of them in a time limit you have to get them. And it unlocks the portal and you go in and it's got a, what's his face from uh, the, Asher Mirror. Uh, uh, I mean, besides, I mean, the the boss though, it has him from the IO, ra- oh, IO yeah. uh, strike. Oh, um, Oh, the pyramid. The, the funny thing is, when I got to that uh, boss oh, fight with my brother, Brachion, Brachion, yeah. yeah, yes, uh, I, I literally was like, "Wow, this has like really pyramidian vibes." And then all of a sudden, the exact same boss pops up. I was like, "It is that guy. Mm-hmm. We are here. Oh my god!" Yep. Yeah, but it's uh, great to yeah, have just Asher. like excited Ghost by putting Asher the same around. boss in the game again. It's like. <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's how not they lazy. Do that it's a like, callback. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like they keep bringing the dark blade back. It's like, hey, it's a guy again. Yeah, I've spent a lot of time. He's guardian. Spent a lot of time in that mission, actually. Uh, How did you feel about Asher reappearing though? As his little, uh, uh, what did you call it? Um, Harpy form. Um, great. Yeah, he um, he's the character I most identify with as a Comergeny old person. So (laughs) ah, yeah, you said it. I didn't. That's fine. Yeah. No, I mean I said it because of all of the YouTube commenters. Um, 
Oh yeah, uh, did I ever tell you the story, E? One time I was playing Destiny with my buddy and we were on comms together and mm-hmm. his girlfriend heard Destiny playing and thought it was my voice coming through a speaker <laughs> and asked if why I was talking about something and then my bro- and then my buddy said that's not Travis, that's Asher Mir and it's the most I've ever been roasted in my life. <laughs> was, that's hilarious. It was really, really, yeah. I, I'm still recovering from that one. Dang. Um, but yeah, I, I liked uh, his returning. I really wish they would do more with these. Um, I'm sick of environmental storytelling. I really am. I mean, it's it's cool in Elden Ring, but like every game doing lazy storytelling and then being like, it's not lazy, it's environmental, really bothers me. And like the fact that I have to go and like, look up and decrypt binary and stuff like that to figure out what Ashramir is saying. Yeah. And the fact that he's back is like, you could have just like put a cutscene or, or maybe a couple lines of dialogue or maybe Ashramir's talking to you. Like, do we have to do this whole like coy? Like <laughs> maybe we'll tell you the story eventually. Like Lightfall <laughs> already had enough problems with storytelling. Like yeah. I feel like that would have been a knock out of the park. Also just in general, this mission, it's nice to know that they found a way to, put this in the game because it's clearly a dungeon that didn't make the cut right like yeah. that's what it feels like to me hmm. it feels and like it a dungeon feel. that they were like eh, it doesn't really have enough we don't really have a unique boss at the end let's just let's just throw it in the game it'll be a heroic mission a special but i mission. mean like i'm trying to think i'm trying to think because it is long like i mean my video guide for the legendary yeah. one's like an hour and 11 minutes so it's longer than zero hour or whisper so it's oh, not yeah. it's not mm-hmm. one of those missions. Yeah, like Presage wasn't this long. It's got multiple it bosses had, with yep. unique mechanics for each of yeah, them. Yeah, no, it kind of it is kind of a. It's a dungeon. Yeah, yeah. It is, it's yeah. just a dungeon yeah. that yeah. didn't like yeah. they they were like eh, it's not really good enough. Let's not put it in the game. And then I have a feeling that they repurposed it. I bet you it was a failed dungeon. And then because Lightfall was entirely made up on the spot, basically, we've kind of confirmed <laughs> that at this point. That yes, they, yeah, they made yeah. it because they didn't have they didn't have the other game ready. Um, I think they took this and repurposed it and they were like, as a regular mission, people are going to love it. If it was a dungeon, people would be like, eh, it's okay. But as a, as a hidden mission, it's like a 10 out of 10, you know? So I that think it makes total sense. Yeah. I, the, I think even the first time I was playing it, I was like, this is really long. It's really yeah, long. Good. It, it has long. two bosses. Yeah. It's very, it's yeah. It doesn't feel like any, but if any you think about it as a dungeon, it's like, it's a little short for a dungeon. Yep. Exactly. But, yeah. I think it's a failed dungeon that they repurposed and put back in the game. I wasn't expecting it. So when I was doing it, I thought it was going to be an exotic quest like the Lightfall ones. I'm like, oh, it's easy. You run through it and it's whatever. You're done. So I'm going through it solo and I'm like, man, this is, this is getting a little crazy. And I'm like, oh, you can't respawn? And oh, I'm trying not to are, die. There so are this... some rough checkpoints in there. They honestly, yeah. like, now that you're saying dungeon, because I got a Shattered Throne, bunch of enemies, opening section, thousands of enemies that spawn constantly. And you got yeah. a little platforming. Little platforming, then you got two bosses, and I'm like, "Yeah, you kind of nailed it." I was like, I think when I was fighting Brachion, I was like getting a little just like, "Deal, why is this so difficult for just solo run?" <laughs> solo and it's like, "Dude, that's a that's, yeah. that's like a the regular end, exotic just, quest." Like, and I'm like, "Stop coming after you." Yeah, yeah and, and I'm like, "Wait, what?" Legendary was I had Legendary a very specific was build to blow everything up. <laughs> Constant explosions, uh, volatile, like the whole time. You know what I used was I used um, what's that bow that pierces through shields? Uh, wish under. Um, I used that too. Yeah, I used yeah, wish under. Uh, so you can damage him before he gets into damage phase by shooting through. Oh, his did shield. you cheese it while you still could? 
Is, was that a cheat? I didn't know I was cheesing it. I was like just... the, when he's standing behind the shield, like in yeah, the I was second just shooting phase. Him with it. Yeah. Oh no, you're not supposed mm. to be able to do that. They fixed that. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I mean, I that tried that immediately. I tried that immediately. As soon as I saw him behind the shield, I was like, I bet you I could just kill him with Wishender. I just because I always have a Wishender just like leveled. I just pulled it out of my vault and shot him. Yeah, with I should it. use that actually. Yeah. So you I, so I they started using that, Wishender. You said? They fi- they yeah, like that. if you're talking That's about like funny. first phase, he kind of like teleports between sides. Second phase, he's behind that while you're doing all the like lock and key stuff. Yeah, if you don't move and you sit there and like wail on him in that second phase, that was a cheese up until they patched it. Oh, I didn't. Ago. I didn't not move. I I was moving around. I was just damaging him while while I was still working on the code. Oh yeah. Like, Either yeah, you Ooh. can't shoot him until that shield is down now. Yeah. Oh, that's Dang, interesting. interesting. Okay. Wow. okay. That was recent too, E. So they must have patched it really recently because I feel like I did it like a week and a half ago and yeah. Didn't I, I think it honestly could have been the mid-season patch. I feel because mm. I just started working and I put my guide out not that long ago and yeah, trust me, I trusted it. That did not work. <laughs> oh, actually, Ebon, I I actually used your guide recently. The one you had for last week for the uh, the master story or grandmaster. Yeah, the master oh, story nice. for the weekly. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, so oh, I, was I like, forgot oh, to right, do that. Is that, that is that gone, E? It rotates weekly, so I mean, you'll have to basically just back. see when Breakneck Mission comes back. Honestly, the way that is set, honestly, the way that is like the way it happens, it is the weirdest bug. Like the only thing I can imagine how somebody found this is like, oh, it was like they were going through it, and they're like, oh, well, I got a little ammo back here. Let me go grab that before I go to the next section. And for some reason, they like got to the strand point, but no, I'm not going to pick it up. Let me run back and get it. And then they ran back, and then they realized they were God. I don't know how you would have figured it out because it is like yeah. it's the changing zones, like that causes the break, but why you would do that intentionally like testing it is weird. So hmm. yeah, it works though. In that one mission, it's very bizarre, but you are in master and just can't die. I tried it with a buddy and then I went in right after solo and I was like, Oh, that was, that was good. Uh, for those that don't know, the breakneck weekly mission had a little glitch where you can go fully invincible after pretty much the first strand grab. Yeah. And it's insane. You just have to survive like what a few champions and like a wyvern. Yeah, uh, like which, three champions yeah. and the opening wyverns, which you can pick off from range. So it's like if you can get through the opening little area, it's yeah, you're good. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. Otherwise, um, did you guys find, I guess, specifically winter winter bite useful at all? The heavy glaive that now we have? Uh, well, it, it, it was useful, useful for, for a lot now. of people. Yeah, because yeah. like, it was breaking every boss when everybody would fire at the same time. So it was yeah. very useful. I don't use it much outside of when people are trying to break stuff, I will say. Okay. Yeah. It's a uh, very edge Casey to me. It's a very interesting weapon. I like that it makes you feel like a wizard. You're like shooting like a spell, you know, and it's like zapping everything around. But uh, I think the flavor is stronger than the actual use. You don't really need a wizard staff in a game where you have guns and rocket launchers and stuff. So yeah. it's just a it very is, odd place. It is showing the example how I feel the other exotic glaives are even so much worse than we thought yeah. how good this one feels in comparison to the others <laughs> because, now yeah, granted i know it's a heavy glaive but like those other three glaives i'm like they don't they don't hold a candle to it and if that's yeah. going to be an exotic it still should be an exotic i feel like ex- exotic glaives should feel like wizard staffs that's yeah. that's my vote on that so i think this does a good job it's an interesting idea for a weapon it's not terribly useful but now there was anarchy when it came out it was just a good idea with a dream <laughs> And then all of a sudden, the it dream. became and the then it meta became the... for like a year and a half. So who knows? Man. Who knows, guys? That would be like an interesting episode. Be like, all right, which like exotics, whether it was, or which like pieces of gear in Destiny do you wish Bungie would have never put in the game? And I know Telesto's at the top, but that would be a discussion no, I, for I'm another day. I'm glad Telesto's in the game. 
It's a monument all right, to yeah. all of Bungie's sins. It is. Yeah. Especially they did the... Um, what was I it? do appreciate all the memes. Of just <laughs> yeah, like, it's great. It, it's constantly breaking the game. Yeah. Last What was it? Last the season they did they, a whole just like the, little special. They tried to give the gunsmith the uh, Telesto like the, and it broke oh, the and tower. Oh, it broke his anime. That's my favorite part <laughs> yeah. of, of oh that God. is they tried yeah. to add it to the tower and Telesto said, you mock me. Yeah, How no. dare you? That was amazing. That was ridiculous. Um, next up though, Strand as a subclass. Uh, how do we feel about that, James? If you want to go first on this one, uh, I haven't unlocked all the aspects yet, or whatever the smaller things are. Casual fragments, um, fragments, fragments. Yeah. Uh, so I'm still working on that, but so far, I've been having a lot of fun with it. Like I, the class that I mentioned last week that I'm trying to work with is like. I use the exotic pants that you get. Because uh, you're a titan, right? Yeah. yeah uh, I play as a titan. And uh, the exotic leg parts that you get at the end of the campaign, I think it was then, uh, give you a couple more of those like ground wave things that uh, that uh, straighten people up. Yeah. yeah. So I can launch like three of those when I put my shield up. And then if I get like precision, I used like fragments, uh, I think, to set up like getting precision shots refill my class ability really fast. So I could just like string people up and put shields up like all day if I am like doing it right. And it's super fun. And I feel like I could just like shut down a whole crowd of enemies. And that's without even using my like bolo grenade, which just helps a bit more. Hmm. Okay. Then uh, Ibantis, how do you feel about it? Uh, I've enjoyed it. I feel compared to stasis, it came out of the gate much better, not overtuned, um, but felt good strong um it has good utility surprisingly because there are times as you were saying especially as a titan we've got the dringar's lash that's the aspect so the normal barricade will suspend and then they've got the ability with the fragments to as you do damage you refill your grenades then you've got the lash and then you can when that goes away, then you can suspend them with a grenade. And then as you're doing damage the whole time, you get your grenade back. And then your class ability is probably back. Um, I've just enjoyed it. I do wish, and I think that is the like a change coming up. Like the grapple is going to have a shorter cooldown. Um, and you're also going to be able to cast it much quicker. I feel like grapple is fun to use until you get into high level content and then it's pointless. So yeah. it's like, it's fun. You're in the air and you're just like, oh my God. Yeah, it's fun to fly around. Complaint. Yeah is that like i i like how fun the grapple hook feels but there's not much point to use it yep yeah a lot of high level stuff whether it's like master raids or grandmasters or just anything high level activity the suspend is a very good function especially like titans can you use that a lot um and grenades so that's good. that's yeah grenades with the grapple hook yeah. yeah and yeah. yeah exactly so it's like in high level content i've got a grenade that can suspend and just kind of take him out of the equation for a little while, which is really helpful in high-level stuff. And what am I going to do with a grapple? Because you can't skip anything in high-level stuff. You typically need to go for either a platinum reward or whatever it may be. So the grapple is fun, and I think it actually feels pretty good. The momentum's not bad. I wish there are times where if you weren't in combat, you could just, like, zip around the game just for fun. And then when you finally get in combat, then the cooldown would just, like, activate. And I think it'd be fun to be able to, like, zip around and just kind of have that a little more. But in high-level stuff, yeah, the grapple won't be there. But I do think it actually has served pretty well. As for, like, my subclass, it is still... Or the super, sorry, for a titan super. It is still a roaming super. Uh, it's not bad, 
but there are certain things like a barrier champion. I can do my double slash and I can suspend him up in the air and then I can wail on like a barrier champion and he's good. Um, pretty similar to an unstoppable, but an overload, my entire super can't touch it. And that's one of those moments where it is a little frustrating when it's like, can't do anything to one of the one of the three champions on my supers. Just like, just going to set that to the side for now. Um, it is still a roaming super. It's a decent one because you've got the range suspend. You've got the pretty quick attacks. But uh, overall, I enjoyed it a lot. I would say it came in as a pretty strong subclass. And um, if we ever get one more after this, which I don't even think we will, honestly. My my bet feels like we have three and three right now. I don't know if, where they would put another one for this saga. But if they did another one, I feel like this is a pretty good bar to go for. How about you, Travis? Yeah, so um, I think one of the things I said in my review for IGN, uh, where I gave the game a 6 out of 10, when actually in my initial review, my review in progress, I, I scored it as a 5 of 10 uh, initially. Um, the thing that really stood out to me, and one of the things that brought it up from a 5 out of 10 as my initial reaction to a 6 out of 10 was not really the Root of Nightmares raid. It was the fact that I was wrong about Strand in my initial writings of the, the review before I had finished it, um, which is Strand is the only reason that people are still playing Lightfall. It's the best thing that the expansion has going for it. It changed up the meta it added new things for you to care about in the sandbox in terms of guns. You know, we're all going to be ground, grinding for a scout rifle with strand next week because they're finally adding one with guardian games. Um, it added suspend gameplay, even the grapple hook as dumb as it is as part of the meta does have interesting uses in the game. Um, I think they way overhyped up the grapple hook though. I'm, yes. I'm now kind of of the, opinion, yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Now, I'm now kind of of the opinion that maybe they could have made that a, a hunter exclusive. Um, maybe, maybe they should have made Titans have a suspend exclusive. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the, uh, I, I think, um, the changes to the sandbox and the mat, the fact that it has made everything that's old feel new is the saving grace of Lightfall because the actual new content we got is largely bad. Right. It's like the, yeah, the, the yeah. new campaign is not a, a fun. People aren't running back to that and doing speed runs and stuff. You know what I mean? They're paying $40 to skip it um, <laughs> to all characters. Um, so, yeah, I, I think uh, Strand is is great. It's a uh, it's probably going to be the thing that carries the player base through to uh, the final shape. And it's fun to play us. All right. Yeah. yeah as Honestly, a... I wonder if like they could have made the grapple hook more useful if it had been one of your melees instead of one of your grenades. I made that suggestion on, on E's show as well. I I suggested that same thing because losing the grenade is really the reason nobody wants it. But I feel like uh, the melees kind of suck on strand so that might not have been a fair yeah. trade. What's the warlock melee? Because I know you got the throwing dart, which is getting a buff coming up, but you got to work on yeah. the timing and everything, and you're not usually paying attention. I, the titan melee has got to be close. What's the warlock it, one? Yeah, I don't think it's anything impressive. Oh, it's like the three things that you can shoot. It's like that's the three right, needles that's right. you can yeah, shoot. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's like I think everybody would probably trade that to have the option to grapple yeah. and then have a grenade. My proposal yeah. would be yeah. just take away all the melees and make the grapple hook the only option because I, I if <laughs> that were the case, then it would have parity. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think they'll ever do that for obvious reasons, but it would be cool. 
Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to enjoy cool. the grapple while I could, and then once like I started finding champions a lot more, I was like, okay, this is yep. kind of useless, and just went to suspend. It was which... always kind of useless. I mean, all the encounter they sort of it, one of my problems with the campaign. I know we don't go back there, but the the one of the, my problems with it is they made all of the levels intentionally have bad design so that they could showcase the grapple hook, right? Like yeah, the level where really the level where it's just a circle and there's that thing following you around the the vex gate. And it's just yeah. like, oh, so yeah. that you can grapple a hook around. It's like, oh, God. And oh, then headlong, the callous fight headlong. being a big circle where you had to keep running away. Oh, so you can grapple hook. And it's like, you get this isn't even genuine. You guys are just putting me in a situation where a grapple hook would be useful. And even then, people were like itching to not use strand for those encounters. At that point in time, it just didn't didn't make sense. And so uh, I think... Yeah. Uh, I, th I think the grapple hook was a complete failure on that. And the fact that they had to make their campaign worse to give the <laughs> grapple hook a role uh, kind of showcases that. Yeah. Like the so, functionality yeah. of the grapple hook, the way you attach to like midair and like kind of how it feels not as good as Spider-Man, but I feel like they did a pretty good job within the essence of what destiny could do with a grapple hook. But as you said, it's like, the way they built the levels, the what it did to other pieces, the fact that it takes away from a grenade doesn't do the grapple hook justice. But yeah, if you could use the grapple hook a bit more freely in any other way, it is a fun like movement thing. It's just usually it's a trade-off that you most people are not going to do. Yeah. I, I just want to say real fast, Travis, I said it last week, but just uh, for headlong, I cracked up because I kept dying on Legend doing that, like just grappling in the air because they'd all just snipe me. And then I went to just do it only. I didn't jump at all. I just stayed on the ground completed it so fast and then for callus and uh, instead of doing strand i just used to avoid hunter and just kept invising and i was like this is 20 times better yeah uh so i always thought if, that was if hilarious i were designing a um a campaign where i wanted to include the grapple hook i would not put you in a circle room and say well you have to keep moving especially when that method doesn't work and kind of has never worked in destiny by the way snipers have always been kind of stupid and their ability to track you uh, and hit you anyway. Um, but I, I would have done more like that level, the final level where you're grappling onto the ships to climb up and you're kind of making an ascent. And th I think back to like the um, red war campaign where, you know, you're ascending the city and then you're, you're going through the last city. If they had made situations like that, where you can't normally climb up and you kind of had to grapple up the side of skyscrapers to like work your way up to the top. And you'd think that they would do that in a setting that's filled with skyscrapers and they don't they don't they do it one time and it's sort of halfway executed and if i were doing boss fights i would make it so that you know either the boss is moving around a lot and you have to get to them to trigger a mechanic and so you have to like grapple to just move quickly or something where like you know halo 2 uh or sorry last mission in halo you're running away from something situation where you know explosions are happening and the gates are closing and you have to like grapple to get through really quickly or something like that and i i think mm. it was sort of a missed opportunity which obviously i can't be the only person to have had these ideas i think it was 100 percent bandwidth we have to get this out now because we don't have time to finish uh the final shape which we've kind of beaten to uh, beaten to death at this point but um yeah the strand uh strand the fact that it's good i think is actually more of a result of witch queen we know that they were developing it for Witch Queen, and we know yeah. that everything yeah. everything that made it into the game uh, basically came from Witch Queen, except I would argue Grapple Hook, 
I think Grapple Hook was the one thing. Grapple Hook might have even been the reason they didn't put it in the Witch Queen. They might have been like, well, it's a good campaign, but we Grapple Hook breaks <laughs> stuff. We have to make this work. And so I feel like they could have just kept that out, maybe added it as an exotic. I don't know. An exotic gives you a Grapple Hook instead of a melee or whatever. But uh, yeah, I, I, I like Strand, but I think that it was kind of a fluke that it's the best part of, uh, of Lightfall. It's funny that you mentioned like it would have been cool to use uh, the strand grapple hook to like get out of dodge real fast in, in a scene because we've literally had at least a handful of scenes in Destiny content previously where it's just like, oh no, shit's going down. We need to get out of here yeah. fast. Yeah. 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 And it would have been way more fun if you just like you had to grapple to get out of there. it. Like there's only, you know, a few situations. And what's weird is they only have one scene like that in uh, the entire expansion. It's the one where Callus or sorry, uh, um, Kaido comes and saves you. And and they have you do it on a sparrow, and you don't have <laughs> you, you don't have strand by that <laughs> yeah. point. You, like they they uh, don't even give you access to the strand subclass at that point in the game. It's just like, how cool would it have bro. been if even like Rohan or uh, um, the other one Nimbus, Nimbus? Are like, hey, grapple on my board real fast. I'll get you out yeah. of here. You just like and then, and then oh that would have been so at a certain point his board gets shot down and then you have to grapple between buildings and keep running. Like there's so many good and I I'm certain that they thought of this at Bungie and they were just like, we don't have time. We have to get this game yeah. out. We know it's not going to be our best work. Let's just do it with what we can. And it's a lot easier to make a circular room with a couple points to grapple yep. on than it is to do what we're talking about. So hopefully we'll see something like that in the final shape, but I kind of doubt it because I think the moment has passed. The grapple isn't new. People aren't going to be thinking about, oh, well, I should equip that. And it would be weird if I entered a story mission and they were like, you have to have strand equipped for this one. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I think we, yeah. that ship has sailed, unfortunately, but it could, it could have been a big moment and it sounds like we will probably never get it. Unfortunately. Okay. I still have to do the Titan and Warlock, unfortunately for the campaign of to get strand for them. Yeah. Of course you <laughs> yeah, do. That's going to be, because you oh don't want to pay $40. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I like, had to oh do it on God. all three characters for my review, by the way. Um, and it was my condolences increasingly, uh, not fun. The third time you do that campaign is like just knowing knowing that Rohan is about to say, see you on the other side before dying. Having that knowledge before he does it makes the makes it hit all the worse. Oh, no. <laughs> just knowing that it's coming, like bracing for it, gritting your teeth and being like, please don't say the most cliched thing I could think of and then die immediately afterward. And then he does it. Yeah, it's really. My ticket's it. punched, Guardian. Yeah. Just- <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, though, this uh, has been, I guess, one of the bigger things that people were looking forward to is the loadouts that you can save and have all set up and ready to go. Uh, I haven't really done too much with it. I've made one so far just because, I, honestly, I kept forgetting. And I'm like, oh, wait, I, yeah, I got to do this. Uh, I made one. The first one I made so far is just like a solar crucible build. And uh, pretty much used like Deadshot and have like no time to explain Felwinter's lie, and was it Crime Mutiny? I want to say, um, and uh, what was the exotic? I think I used Worm, the the helmet, the husk for hunters, where you do the you worm do dodge and you can get yeah, yeah Worm husk yeah. Uh, so that's like my first one I've tried. I want to start building more, but I guess my plan personally, I was trying to think about it because I think you get. 10 slots if i'm correct and i'm like oh there's if you look through all of the at least for a hunter i'm not sure about warlock and titan there's 10 supers and at first i'm like what if i did one on each super and i'm like no that's kind of stupid i'm not going to use some of these ever probably 
Uh, so I think I'm like doing like, I, I look through and I'm like, okay, I want to do like three solar builds, only one arc. Uh, whereas like, cause I don't think I'll really be using arc staff that often. And instead I'd probably use gathering storm for the most part. Uh, but then like three different void, one for each of those supers, two, uh, strand, one for PVE, one for PVP. And then for stasis, I haven't really decided yet. I've actually kind of thought about it since they nerfed the hunter, uh, squall for PVP. I don't really know if I want to have a stasis PVE or PVP loadout so far, but at least in my plan, that's what I'm probably going to fell out with for my 10 slots is that. But uh, how does everyone else feel for going through and using these loadouts and if you've used them so far? I haven't done too much yet, but the first thing that I noticed when I loaded up Destiny after uh, the update was that they not only can you save loadouts, but they have a whole other screen to the right or whatever where you could just look at all your mods at once. And that makes setting up a loadout so much easier because i was i was just expecting it to be like hey save what you currently have equipped and you still have to like look at every piece of armor individually and stuff i just think it's really nice that they actually tried to make a screen that makes it a lot simpler to just see everything that you have set at once and just like save it or, yeah. or change it super nice also, I almost forgot, the. I think the saving grace for this, the biggest thing, I thought it was going to be like the weapons and armor and everything to get ready for everything else, but I realized it saves the aspects and fragments too, and mm -hmm. that is probably the best part, because that's the more intricate of like getting in yeah. there and being like, oh, what about this? There's like five choices to put in and everything else, so that probably is my favorite part of it now, is just because yeah. that saves the most time. Because I can spend a lot of time just like trying to figure out exactly what kind of subclass I want to set up for each like class now that all of them have fragments and aspects and stuff so being able to save like up to 10 is really nice because like you said you could set up like individual subclasses for like pve and pvp and you have like 10 slots to save so plenty of variation you could uh, you could set up definitely travis what about you man yeah, so I do use uh, loadouts. I've got all of mine configured, and I think they are a great feature that should have been in the game a long time ago, and they are uh -huh. not well executed in their current state. Oh. Um, I, have, I have a few problems with them. One is you can't send your items back to the vault when you're done using them. They don't return where mm, they came from. Yeah. And so if you actually make use of loadouts and you're pulling stuff from your vault just because you equip it and then it gets added to your inventory, your inventory fills up really quickly and then you have to go back to the tower or use a third party app to send it back to the vault where it came from, mm. which is unfortunate because the whole point of loadouts in the game is that I don't want to have to open a third party app and now I still have to. The other thing is that it introduced some critical errors in the game. For example, if Bungie decides that your armor shouldn't be allowed to have two of the same perk equipped to it at the same time and they remove that feature and then you have a loadout where you already have a piece of armor with two of those perks equipped it will crash your game if you use the loadout to oh my god it. really it no, will that, literally crash the app and you'll go back to welcome to lightfall you know what i mean and have to click oh it. my god oh, no. and so this happened recently to me because i had um multiple finisher modifiers added to my uh, class item and then when I uh, equipped it, I had no idea that this was a thing. I didn't know that Bungie had patched it. I didn't know why the game was crashing. All I knew was that when I tried to equip a certain loadout, 
the game would just crash. And the error I got was you've been disconnected from servers. It wasn't, hey, you tried to do something that our servers didn't like or anything like that. It was just, you've been disconnected. And so I had to hear from a friend and I'm very connected in Destiny. I have lots of friends who read the TWAB and work at Bungie and blah, blah, blah. I had to learn from a friend that the reason I was the game was crashing is because I kept trying to equip a loadout with a specific perk that they didn't like. And nowhere in my UI did it tell me I had to change the perk or did it attempt to help me, yada, yada. And so I cannot imagine being a player who's never who has very little interaction with the Bungie Destiny community, just playing on my own and crashing the game and not knowing why and having no recourse to figure out why the game was crashing. That's crazy to me. And so... Um, I think that uh, this is a 1.0 at best, a beta at worst, and it needs work yeah. and it needs optimization. But do I like it as a premise? And do I love that sometimes when I click the button, it does it correctly and I just get to save all the time? <laughs> I love that. Uh, but it's got that issue. The other issue I didn't bring up is that um, I also like to equip different transmogs on each of my loadouts i keep the armor the same but the transmogs are different and their shaders are different on the transmogs and a lot of times those don't take on one or oh, two yeah. items so you'll like switch your armor mm. and then you'll be like hodgepodge where one's from one set and one's from the other yep. and the shaders don't match and it kills me that i they allow me to switch to pick all of those and then it doesn't carry them all over uh, because then i look like i just ran through a dumpster and i've got all these different colors mm -hmm. and armor pieces on and it's really gross so um, it's a it's a beta of a feature that I really want to exist in Destiny and be good, but uh, maybe too early for prime time and definitely not something to get hyped about Lightfall for because it basically is uh, is a unfinished state at, at present. Oh boy, hey. I'm excited to see uh, when I make more loadouts what's going to happen yeah, now. <laughs> get, ready, get ready for problems because it's a great feature oh, in practice shit. and then you try using it and things keep breaking and you're like, oh damn it. It's just so frustrating. How about you, Ibantus? Uh, yeah, I'm probably closer to Travis than the excitement side of things. It's not bad. Like, that's what Travis said. It's like, when you, like, okay, I set up a void loadout, cool, set it up, fine. But you have no way to just say, you know, you want to switch some things out. You can't have just a loadout that's like, hey, this is the armor I want to use. Or maybe just the weapons you want to swap out real quick for whatever reason. You can't have a partial. It saves everything. Some people literally will, like, make a loadout with junk weapons and then delete the weapons from their, like, character. So then when they load in armor, the armor switches, but then it doesn't override the weapons. So the fact that you have to kind of break the game a little bit just to have a loadout that's partially working is one thing. Travis said it as well. It doesn't send anything back. So if you did switch around, like, a bunch of different things, you're just, you know all your cargo pants are full at that point of just loadout <laughs> everywhere. Uh, and, and yeah, I didn't honestly know about Travis's error, so that is kind of one that's surprising. But it's not surprising, honestly, when you think about the, you know, the artifacts and everything else. And, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a beta. It's a point, you know, 0.85, somewhere in there, because the appearance system ties those pieces to your armor. But then I was, I'd be like, why did I set up a, like an appearance look? And then I go choose a new loadout and my guy looks like junk. I'm like, so then you have to set up the appearances again. So it's like your transmog is per piece. And I'm like, it should be per slot. And then the yep. loadouts should yeah. be affecting my functionality, my mods, my stats. That can be separate. And maybe that's like the final shape piece that we're going to get a year from now. But yeah, the loadouts should be the function. And then the fashion should be separate. So if I look like I want to look, 
whatever I'm doing with my mods, armor pieces, different, changing up different stats, my look should never change. See, I want my look to change -y per loadout. <laughs> I think you should. So I'm, I'm on the opposite side because I want to be able to be like, when I go to trials, my trials armor is coming on and it's going to be in this shader and I'm going to change all my mods and blah, blah, blah. But uh, I think the, the reason you're on the other side is because you have different armor sets for all of those. I, yeah. I typically use the same armor and I just change the way it looks because I like my stat distribution and I just, I keep it all the same. And so I think it's different types for different folks, but I think if, um, if I'm given what I want, it will in effect work toward what you want because yours are just going to be separate armor pieces anyway. Right. And Probably. so it yeah. just has to work. It just has to, when yeah. you're, when you select the loadout and it says, I'm going to change you back exactly to this state. It should just do that. Like, if it just now, does the some, thing it says it's going to I was going to ask a question because I'm pretty sure it's like... And it also doesn't change your artifact. No, so it doesn't. if you change yeah, your artifact right. and then right. you go to do a loadout, it's going to have this weird funky error because things cost different. So it doesn't save the artifact. And the artifact, which I think they said they're working on, but yeah, the fact that you have to reset it fully and pick, 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 pick all 12 again as opposed to turn one off and then turn one on, it's that kind of thing that would help. But yeah, it also should in essence, change your artifact because this is my loadout and the artifact is part of it because they have the costs in there. So if you're yeah. going to change the costs of mods, which ties 100% into armor, then you should change up the artifact as well. It's a free cost. That's, again, a bunch of their systems don't quite communicate yet. Like, appearance should be a thing. And, and honestly, Travis, for you, like, if you just set up a trials appearance, like, they should have, like, appearance loadouts and the other ones where you could just, like, I want to look like trials, bam. I want to look like, you know, Nightfall, bam. And then you can change your functionality how you want. But again, that's something for later. I'd be but okay with that, that, but I'm also fine with the way that they have it set up now, if it worked. If Fair. it worked, yeah, I'd yeah. be fine. But yeah. the fact that it's the worst of both worlds, where, like, they say they have it this way, and then, in effect, it's not this way. And it's just... Yeah. Plus all the critical errors it introduces, where it's just, like... And it's, it's stupid stuff, too. It's not like an error where, like, I tried to, you know, do something illegal or, or tried to get around the system. It's like... I equipped a mod that it was okay last week, but Bungie decided it is not okay this week, and that causes the game to crash. Yeah. It's like, what the yeah, and there's no like message for it anywhere. That's yeah. crazy. I mean, that's... Which is funny, because they, they they frequently have messages pop up when you log into Destiny, like, hey, yeah. by the way... Well, sometimes they also pop up like that yeah. fast. They're like, bing, like yeah. if you're hitting a button or something, you might click through it. Yeah, yeah I, I skip some yeah. of these on accident. You're like, like what did it say? Yeah, I was like, I what's, what's, you know, what's trials, coming next trials week? Is here, I know. Yeah. Pretty, was I'm it pretty, double Vanguard XP? Is that what you said? I'm exactly. pretty confident <laughs> this wasn't that. It was like they announced it in the TWAB. I didn't read the oh, TWAB. Yeah. And of then I, even yeah. if I did read the TWAB, I wouldn't have. Yeah, even if I did read the TWAB, I wouldn't have gone and looked at my all of the loadouts for all of my boots and been like, oh, that breaks the rule that they just protected against. So. It's silly. Yeah, yeah I even had like a friend last night. Artifacts was my other thing, so yeah, go ahead. Mm, yeah. I had a friend last night, I even actually bringing up the whole artifact, like, oh, how come that's not in the loadouts? And my only thought was like, dude, I'm pretty sure if they did that and then the next season came with the new artifact, everything would just break. <laughs> It'd be over. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. Like, after you mentioned, like, if a, lo if a uh, thing is deemed like this cannot you can't do this anymore. And then like the next season comes around and your seasonal mods are literally yep. gone. Does I have that break I, the system I, I, again? I think all of the loadouts are going to break every single season until they change something about the loadouts. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Cause I feel like they're going to do at least a small update for it. When season of the deep comes out, they'll be like, Oh, with this season, 
blah, blah. And they're going to keep tuning it each season as it goes. I don't know if they'll do it mid-season or anything like that, like do multiple. But at the very least, they can at least do like a seasonal change until they get it. Can I ask you guys good. a random tangent? Yeah. Sure. Mostly I want to ask Travis because um, I don't know if I've ever picked your brain on this one, but maybe I have. Um, when it comes to the artifact in and of itself, we have a mod on there that messes with ammo economy. We also have scavengers, reserves, ammo finders, all of those pieces. Does it bother you at all? Because, I mean, as a reviewer and things like that, you've played, you know, pretty, pretty big breadth of games, probably more than most people. Does it bother you that, like, there's literally four different ways for you to affect your own economy of ammo? And yeah. theoretically, it's like it's a choice of ammo on the artifact. There's three different mod slots that I can use. It, it, I was messing with this because I was going around and I was like, oh, I'm going to hit a rally flag. So before I, because this is when I was doing my solo build for um, Avalon, I was like, all right, I'm going to load up on ammo. So I'm going to switch over to my chest piece that has triple reserves for my heavy, hit the rally flag, and then switch back because my ammo wasn't like locked in. And I just was curious from all of you guys, um, but I was just going to pass it to Travis first. Does the ammo economy ever just like, and the fact that now it's, like, in the artifact as well, does it ever just annoy the living crap out of you, or is that just, like, a me thing because I'm more solo most of the time? Or is it, like, can you just have the ammo drop at a, a rate that you find reasonable, the reserves for the guns that you find reasonable, and then... Because I feel like a lot of the yeah. mods at that point are just bloat, and they're not actually, like... It's not a build. I'm like, let me make sure I get ammo to drop is, like, half of my build sometimes. Yeah. Just a random yeah. question since we were talking about loadouts. Uh, like, you do you feel like loadouts are wasted? You're certainly not the only person to have this complaint, and I share the complaint with you. So, I, as you know, I complain about the economies in Destiny a great deal, including the ammo economy, um, which I have actually always thought is bad. I think it was bad in Destiny 1. I think it's been bad in every iteration of Destiny 2. The ammo, ammo what do you economy. mean? We had the armor, the uh, ammo sense. That's exactly you why it was bad. You can have as much ammo That's as you want. exactly no. why it was bad. <laughs> any, any game that says, hey, you know how you get more ammo in this first-person action game is you press Buy pause, it. you go to the inventory, you wait for that to load, you hold down X for a certain amount of time, and then you keep track of an invisible timer until you can do it again. I say to you, uh. please, God, no. And so uh, th there are certain things in games you want players to be able to engage with and impact. Sliders that they should be able to control in effect and, and take kind of those checks and balances. And I think some of those maybe are like, you know, how much damage you can take before dying, right? That's like a, a, a slider where higher skill players will want to turn that slider up if they get certain advantages. Like maybe they can do more damage if they take more damage from enemies or something like that. And those are interesting kind of decisions that base player to player. And there's some that should not be influenced by players. They should be tuned by developers to fit whatever game design uh, kind of flow that they want. And one of those is ammo, ammo economy. Um, ammo economy is not something like reload speed where it's just uh, annoying. It actually completely changes the way you play the game and it changes the balance of said game based on how much ammo you have. If you have a lot of ammo, access to a lot of power ammo, then it makes heavy weapons much better, much better than any other option you have in the battlefield. If you can use Thunderlord as your primary ammo, you do not need any of the other guns in the game. Like you just, you don't need auto rifles or scout rifles or whatever. You can just use that. Um, and so um, I, I think they should probably consider which sliders they want players to be involved with and which ones they want to be curated 
to make the player have a good time. And ammo economy, to me, has been one of those that's always been a developer slider. Do not make it a, a thing I have to think about as a player because, frankly, as a player, it's too much power. I'm always going to be optimizing for ammo economy because it's right. one of the most important things in the game. Um, and yeah. It, it amazes me how many sliders they have publicly viewable to the player that are completely useless, whether it's mobility right it's like a slider you can control that does effectively nothing that almost no players care about uh maximizing high skill pvp that's yeah. literally it and then they've and then they've got so. other sliders that shouldn't be facing toward the player that players spend all their time investing in like ammo economy and that to me is bad game design it's one of the reasons that destiny is a six out of ten yeah it definitely for me it, it just feels a little bit boring to set up a subclass or a um all your mods and stuff because instead of building like towards what abilities i want to use and stuff like that i'm just kind of working a subclass or a um loadout, a loadout around what weapons i'm using yeah. which yep. anyone can use those weapons you're, you're you're optimizing your loadout around making the game feel good rather than making your build cool yep. yeah exactly yeah 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 you don't really get to shoot it for a lot i mean a lot of the high difficulty like modes and everything else it's not about what you want to run it's what you have to yeah. run my resilience part. has to be 100 if i do grandmasters yeah crazy yeah. you can't experiment what, you can't what, go crazy what, with anything. what interesting player options am i getting out of that you know it's crazy to me yeah uh i do think it's oversaturated with just the amount of different ones you go through and i feel like for the casual player someone that just like a new light player comes in he's like why are they well, there's so many different options i'm so confused like that's going to confuse people uh mm -hmm. if they're a lot more simplistic in the game and i think like it just it definitely needs that change um i feel like there was something else i was going to say but i already forgot what it was but uh yeah no i definitely agree with that oh now i remember it, it's like that whole thing of like when you would go to you would <laughs> you before any mission you'd be like guys wait 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 i gotta take us to the trophy room so we can click yeah, on the ammo can you and then every go. activity with full ammo. I swear when I start Avalon, I should not start with 116 bullets in my retrofit escapade. I'm like, I just left my ship. This ammo is all digital boxes anyway. It's like if I start any reasonable activity, full ammo. Every I don't know why that is not. a You do it in Grandmasters. Like I know you do yeah. it there. But why you don't do it in not all things, I don't know. Because it's know. role playing, okay? Can't just get ammo out of nowhere. Ains. If I role play, I'd role play with full ammo. <laughs> you want to you know what my role playing is? I gotta go find an arbitrary rally flag yeah. at an arbitrary point for a public event. That's right. Go touch the rally flag, and then I can yeah. go back to the. That's realistic. E, get with yeah. the program. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry for the tangent, but yeah. No, you're good. That was a good one. Um, next thing, uh, the UI change. This came with a lot of UI change, and I, I cracked up because there was actually. Some people kept asking me, and I think this is the funniest thing. I'm like thinking like, oh, is it going to be where all the triumphs are being relocated and how they've worked out that? And the big question I kept hearing was, yo, where, am I where do I see my glimmer? I don't see my glimmer anymore. <laughs> I'm like, you got you to gotta go to your inventory now. It's not above your character anymore. That was like the biggest like, what, what happened here? I think, which is, I think is hilarious, but um, all the items, like all little, like, I guess, usage type things are now in the inventory your currencies and everything else, even though some, I forget which ones it was, but I mean like certain ones still don't show you like, I guess, I guess they changed it for shaping, but before like 
before they changed all the shaping, there was straight up like, where do I see this? How do I see this oh, little that, thing? Yeah. You couldn't see it. Yeah. You had to go to the, the Enclave to see all of your um, crafting you materials. Had that, well, you yeah. had that one thing that you would pick reason. up from the Enclave that was in your inventory. That, that, would show that was you. added A little circle? Later. Yeah. yeah. That was, yeah. yeah. With the little like, oh, you have your full 10,000. Keep wasting Keep your in mind, they were originally them. planning on giving us 50 different currencies. I know. Holy oh shit. Do you guys know about yeah, that? No. no, no. They were planning on the original plan, which it's is like one per perk, right? They were planning on having one currency per perk type. So if you wanted to add a kill clip to your weapon, you'd need to get the kill clip crafting currency to a sufficient number and then spend it to add kill clip to your weapon. And I joked before crafting was introduced into Destiny on Ebontis' show that they were going to do something like that. And everyone oh laughed at me. They were like, Travis, they would never add 50 currencies to the game. And then after crafting came out, and then they came out. They <laughs> came out and said that that was the original plan on yeah. a TWAB. And I was like, bro, they tried it. And the reason they didn't do it wasn't because they thought it was a bad gameplay choice, by the technically way. Difficult. It was a technical <laughs> obstacle that they couldn't add that many currencies to the game. I would have loved it if they had like a miniature expansion that was just called like Economics 101. And they're like, all right, here's the other class you could go through and learn this stuff. It'll be great for the game. For, I mean, right, for yeah. a new player, that's basically what you need. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, how many videos have I seen? I've made multiple myself. How to get each currency, like how to farm golf balls and ascendant alloy and prisms and enhancement hey, cores e. and why a shard is bigger than a core i don't know but that's a whole different do you know what the golf ball's called in the game ascendant shard yeah okay he actually does know. yeah some people i've noticed just call it golf balls now and have forgotten its original name so no. i just wanted well to... you have I, like i never heard it called a golf ball you have an enhancement, enhancement core which i picture would be one unit you have a prism which they actually feel like the icon fits and then you have an ascendant shard and the shard does not resemble the name at all the shard should be the icon it's for like the a, other it's one it's like a core yeah i always it's, thought that looked weird well it's like no the enhancement core and the ascendant shard should swap icons exactly make it yellow it, yeah it looks like no, a core because it's a circle it looks like it's like right. the middle of the yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's like exactly a nucleus right. or the middle of something and you're it's like because yeah, they came really up weird. with the idea enhancement core way before they came up with oh, the prisms yeah. or the other stuff because those were added to the game a long time ago and i think they had a different image associated with them yeah just yeah this game is just yeah it's like impro this, improvised the, its way into yeah, where it's at about, right now yeah yeah when you're talking about the ui um Still sometimes looking for things uh, like catalysts. I know everything kind of moved over to one page. You've got like the, yeah. the, the whole, the journey and the guardian ranks, which is, I guess that's part of UI or something. The guardian ranks, yeah, the no, commendations, yeah. that is mostly a mess. They're rechanging. They're changing a decent amount of that. Yeah. Guardian ranks was, should never have been tied to progression. Um, all, I mean, that's been very obvious for the past, like, six seven eight weeks however long it's been yeah, at like day one system yeah day one literally everybody's like why is this tied to progression so uh but yeah it's like the fact that i do have to go to inventory to check currency and i'm going what first off why because those couple currencies that were up there and then the other piece is if you're going to put those currencies up there like legendary shards why not put ascended shards why not put golf balls why not put some of those up there where you can list them the currency caps, that's a debate for a whole other podcast, so we all hate those. I know that. <laughs> but, like, if you're going to have Ascended Shards, you're going to have uh, Ascended Prisms, or Enhancement Prisms, yeah. If you get confused, don't worry, so am I. Uh, and all those, like, you're going to put little icons up there on the inventory page, fine. Take them out of there, and then put them, if you're going to do that, move them there. But it's like, now you're 
have two sets of currencies you're looking at literally on the same page. And I wonder, is like, is it because the inventory? I need like my development resource. Like, is it a system thing where you're like facing technical issues? They wanted to move those icons off of there, so it's more about the inventory. I always wonder what technical hurdles that they're facing on the back end. And it may not be a thing. Maybe they're just like, hey, let's put all of your currencies over here. I'm like, in what other game do I hit I for inventory and I cannot see how much gold I have? Gold Climber, whatever right. you want to call it. That is literally like right there, first thing. It's not on like one page over. It's not but buried Glimmer in the corner of that other. Gold. It's the least important currency in the game. I think that's why. I mean, you got to spend 20,000 Glimmer now to craft a weapon. It's yeah, in there. But, yeah. But, I'm but, like all of a sudden incredibly low on Glimmer, like, like perpetually. I'm using it Legendary game. Shards is way more important to the average player. And I mean, I, they could take silver off of that damn thing, but you know, it's. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was like, I. Silver's fun. I don't know. For me, the UI is... I'm okay with, like, some of the changes. The functionality behind the changes I still have questions about. And as for the Guardian Ranks and Journey, somebody else can take that. But yeah, that... that I still have questions how that was what got pushed out the door for the first time. Not a yeah. game dev, but again, first glance at some things when, like... When, when the community agrees on something pretty wholeheartedly... That's when you know it's like, how did it make it out the door? It feels like a little more reasonable of a question. Yeah. yeah. So that's more kind of where I'm at. I'll let somebody I, else take I, some of the I other would pieces. But yeah, I would describe it's... the UI as it went from being the gold standard for UIs in video games, which I would argue it was when it came out in 2014. It was like, we'd never seen anything like that before. Now every game copies Destiny's original UI or some version of it. And it, it, it was great. Um, to being a catastrophe. <laughs> I think we're currently at a catastrophic UI level there. And I don't buy the technical issues or whatever it is that, that sometimes people espouse about the UI. And here's why Eververse has a tap. Every item that's ever yeah. been on Eververse is in the main menu. You can find it wherever you are strikes, crucible, whatever. When, if you need that, Eververse hit we got you buddy right here and guess what you can even make purchases from it and it connects to the PlayStation store and oh man you can just buy it right here it, it's so beautiful and they made sure that worked they made sure that all worked perfectly and so I do not buy the whole real estate argument there's not enough space for it there's not enough you know processing power for the menu it's bullshit the the reason the menu is bad is because they took a good idea and they kept adding on to it until it was a bloated corpse. And I think that that's the reason that a lot of people are frustrated by the current state of the menu. The inventory screen used to be one screen you could tab over to. Now it's got three boxes that you have to switch between, and it's really unclear how you do that. The fact that they added um, the new Guardian rank system, and there's only one place to find it. It's not it's on its own tab. It's a little box in the corner on an existing page. is crazy. The fact that the game didn't originally ship with a quest menu added later, even though Destiny 1 had one, they took it out of the game for Destiny 2 for some reason and then added it back oh, in. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. that, that is a huge part of it. Um, the fact that um, Triumphs and Lore Tabs and Catalysts and all of these other things have been added over the year and have had to find a home in the menu is part of why it looks so bad. And Seals, 
Oh my god, I can't even talk about it. Dude, that one's insane. It's There's so, so bad. many seals now. Yeah, yeah all so, of the old ones I've got are like, It is the most confusing menu in the game, the seals menu and the, which ones that you, you can earn and can't earn and then something's blinking and you're like, "Why is it blinking? What what do I have to One is still yeah. I my Guardian, okay, my Guardian seals games is blinking right now cuz it's broken. And yeah, it's broken. It's a, That's why oh, wait, yeah. has is that why That's it's why been it's perpetually blinking? blinking? Yeah, because you yeah. completed Oh my god, I It's because you completed a Guardians games thing already before the event started and so you have to go and claim it and so that's why it's blinking at you um oh my god yeah it's very annoying so uh i i just think that they've tried in the past to simplify their menus they tried it with destiny 2 remember we didn't even have a quest tab you just held lt and it scrolled over the director with a bunch of challenges for you to complete and i think that players have always slapped them in the backs of the hands whenever they've tried to do it because they want their game to be more complex not less they want their game to be more chunky not less and i think uh typically a extremely complex uh game does not typically mix with a very friendly ux or ui and i i don't know if there's a solution to this there's certainly optimization optimizations they can make but if they wanted the ui to look clean at this point they would have to have a page with 18 tabs on it and they already have two separate menus that each has like six tabs so i don't think that they're ever going to be able to consolidate that in a way that makes any sense to the players. And I, I, I think that's just comes with, I mean, have you seen wow's UI? No, it's terrible. Uh, not for a while. I was always asleep when I played it, yeah. to be honest. It, it's terrible because that game is enormous and it's got a million things yeah. in it. And so that's, I, oh, that I, I think that's the doom of the destiny is going to fall to the longer it's around, the more things they add, unless they remove other stuff, it's going to be unintuitive. And I, I think that's, just the price we pay. Now oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I think the like final shape describes the menus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like uh, one of the things that confused me was the, when you do the commendations uh, at first, I didn't get that. You could just like in the very beginning, I, I didn't get that. You couldn't just go to the right to this full scoreboard and just go down the line there and just go boom, 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 boom. And then, like, in the beginning, it just shows all the different players. And you have to, like, scroll right to their name and, like, look at that little piece. And you have, like, here, you have 15 seconds. Quick, see what you can do. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, if you don't realize, you could just go, like, tab over next thing and then get it done. Like, that was a very annoying realization in, like, the first. I didn't figure out until, like, maybe, like, the third week or something. Because uh, I didn't really pay attention to it because I was so focused on like hovering over there because of the time limit, so that was another issue. But I think you you put perfectly over the UI everything, <laughs> even more yeah. stuff I didn't really think about. I was like, oh fuck, it's <laughs> it's worse than I thought. <laughs> UI is bad. Yeah, I actually me, get it's just like a little bit cluttered now, yeah. and I'm just like it, it takes a little bit while for me to find things and like yeah, definitely the glimmer thing. Like the first time, like. The first time I wanted to actually check my glimmer after uh, Lightfall Lightfall came out, I was just like, am I crazy? And, like, where, and, where do my glimmer keep in go? mind, we're the experts on this game. Imagine yeah. being a, a nobody trying Destiny for the first time and A, not understanding what glimmer is, not understanding the difference between the director menu and the character menu, not understanding that they have to tab over to inventory. I, I wouldn't know where to find anything. I wouldn't play this game yeah. if I started today. I would play it for about an hour and then I'd be like, I hate everything about this and I'd log off, you know? So Yeah, this is a little much. Not not right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, other than that, I think we are getting close. Uh, we just have the raid and then just a little bit of the seasonal story and activity 
for defiance, but uh, for the raid, James, did you, yeah. did you, did you do it? Did you do no, it, James? I still haven't done the raid. God damn you. <laughs> I, know, okay. I know basically what happens in it, and it sounds super cool, though. It does yeah. sound cool. It's, um, <laughs> I just want to say really fast, when I first played it, I wasn't really... Oh, my shutter opened. Uh, I'm not sure what to... Oh, that's why it got hella bright. Yeah. You're like, I didn't play it, and God came in and said, you, did, you didn't do what? <laughs> I was just like, oh, no, Nezarek's coming for me. <laughs> I wasn't, um, expecting it to be so short. It's really fast. It's, like, ridiculous. Oh, yeah, fast. I do remember hearing that after, like, the day one race, it was, like, it was done in, like, what? Like ten hours. It was a two hour, two hour yeah. day one. I did. Oh, yeah. so, oh, that was a, I, I did it on the day one, day one think, yeah. and normally day one for me, if I finish it, it'll take me like thirteen hours, and I'm just like up until three a.m. and I'm like, oh my god, why am I doing this to myself and whatever. I couldn't start it because I had to do IGN stuff that day, so I ended up starting the raid at like six six thirty, and we were done by midnight. And I did it blind, Dang. challenge mode. It was just like, Jeez. it was just, you know, it was like a very, it's not that it's short. It's that it's, you, you almost immediately enter the room and know how to fix, how to do it mechanically. None of the mechanics mm. are a huge surprise to you. There's a couple hitches here and there where you're like, oh, that's interesting. But like, usually you get into a room and you're like, all right, I get it. Like, I just have to kill things and yeah. trigger that. Third encounter is the mechanics biggest one. Third sure. encounter has a little bit of mechanics, but uh, everything else, like after the first encounter, they do a they do a great job of explaining the core me- seed gardening mechanic of that uh, raid, and then once you know that, everything else you're kind of like, I kind of get how this is gonna go. Like, the, and it, it also annoys me that the parts that are long about the raid are not the fun parts. There's a ton oh, of walking. Between everything, yeah. walking. Mm-hmm. That raid has so much walking, and then it puts two hallways with the same puzzle mechanics for no reason it provides no challenge it has no enemies you have to fight during it it's literally just here's two hallways you have to do the garden mechanic to buy us five minutes of raid time that's it oh no it's so bad it's so bad and there's the whole like um hey you better watch out get to this spot within the time limit or else the little thing is going to go off and yeah. you go well oh, that one's thro- not bad the throbbing that's yeah, the, that's, what we that's, ended the up that's the typical jumping puzzle which have always kind of been filler in raids but they're fun filler you know i don't have a problem with that i have a problem with like i'm walking down a nondescript hallway i'm going up a random staircase i'm standing in the hallway doing the garden mechanic for god knows why for the second time in the same raid it's like that some... stuff why I just don't get it's it. It's like somebody yeah. built the raid. Level design is very aesthetically really cool. I love the look of the raid aesthetically. You've got the gardener and you've got like the kind of stuff that kind of grows and curves throughout. But yeah, the the fact that I'm walking across these like celestial gardening like leaves and stuff, but they're ginormous, takes a while to get where you're going. So yeah, the the walking between, yeah, there's no point for the second one puzzle in there that you get to the here's this thing and they get the darkness buff and here's this thing. They're trying to like hammer in your head what to do before you get to the final boss to be like, this is how you get the safety buff thing. Uh, So they're trying to do that to get you ready for the mechanic for the final thing. But yeah, it's just, it is so you get to the bottom and I'm like, you have to like get your buff to survive so many different times to go through there. Yeah. It's just very, very lengthy as for like the, encounters the first one yeah it's like contest we we uh, we spent a decent amount of time on i think planets or nezarak and then we woke up like the next day and like knocked it out once we just got some sleep when we were fresh 
So I think you you got it before us, like because you did in like six hours and you were done. We yeah. tried it for about thirteen, but then still contest was on for forty eight. So we're like, all right, we're gonna get some sleep. Got up at like eleven, turned it on, like done in an hour. So it was like we knocked it out once we just like slept on it. Um, it was so weird because feeling under leveled on Neomuna was challenging. Like everything was basically threatening. And it was just weird because I went in there with a uh, void loadout. Void felt good. Volatile flow was on. I had my retrofit escapade. But the way things were dying felt like a patrol. For whatever mm. reason, like a lot of the base level enemies did not put up much of a fight. They were squishier than I thought they were going to be because Val, when we did contest, we got to we got Rolk down to like a sliver. We didn't get him in contest. Still annoyed about that, but we got him close. So it's like we understood the whole thing. But when it came to how much effort you had to put in on the third section where you're trying to do the where you're kind of talking to each yeah. other and bouncing back and forth a little bit, the enemies there felt just a little bit harder. Not too much, but it felt like Val, I think contest wise felt really good. This one for Difficulty-wise, when Neo Muna Patrol felt harder than the contest raid, I think that's where somehow... I don't want them to just, like, kill me like Dark Souls. Like, it doesn't have to be quite that crazy, but it's yeah. like somehow the balancing d missed. And I don't know how on a raid that that happened, but it's weird how it did to me. Because mm -hmm. it was like, once we knew the mechanics, it was just like, the man cannons... Oh my god, the second encounter... Like, the unreliable man cannon. When we have things that already... I mean, you have campaign missions where literally you're just, like, traveling along this, like, floating path that, like, takes your character, grab character, move position, go through space, and then plop you here. And the fact that you have a man cannon that just, like, physics you off into the wall, down, up, sideways, all over the place. The unreliable nature of the man cannons probably... I don't know. That's another one where I'm, like... I know the raid test team got used to it and I've run the jumping back and forth and it's fine, but it's like, it is unreliable when three of you stand there and you're like, all right, everybody's ready. Everybody jumped up. You shoot the switch and two of you get shot just like sideways and off and you don't go up to the next level. And you're like, okay, well, yeah, that's not our fault. Like we stood where we're supposed to, we backed up against it and hit fire and it just shoves you off to the side. The main, the main cannons were probably one of the most annoying things because it wasn't your fault. And I think yeah. I don't mind something that's like, hey, it's a skill thing. Like there was a guy, there was a frog boss in like, there's a frog that kicked my ass in Jedi Survivor. And for whatever reason, Ogdo? he just like had my number. Yeah, he had my number. I finally figured it out. I finally got him. But it just like took a while. And then I'm like that. I was like, one, it clicks. And I was like, once you get the mechanics of the fights in, like, th then the game shouldn't be working against you. If I get the mechanics... That shouldn't be what works against me. But if I stand here and I shoot the thing and it's like, oh, no, I didn't quite make it. I feel like that's where it comes to. That's an issue. It's like everybody's like, you had the Halo main cannons. Those suckers were like perfect. They've had, you know, they can control your position if you, you use on this rails thing. with those. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's like they have, they've done it. And I feel like this is the first time something like that has been, one, in a raid and two, broken enough that it was frustrating for me. Mm -hmm. So that was... But yeah, the walking between it was way too long. Travis absolutely nailed that because I just ran it again this week after I hadn't run it in a couple weeks from I was like sick and then like I was on vacation. I've been running it came. every week, E, so it's on my yeah. mind. Oh, yeah. I know. But I was like, I came back and those were like trogging along and I'm like, these are really far apart. Like you have to go a long from that first this part sucks. to the second. Yeah. The first encounter to the second encounter, you're like, 
it's really far away and there's just a few spattered enemies throughout. And I'm like, that's really pretty to look at, but I don't need to like go all the way over there. Like I can look at a shorter amount of this, I feel. Yeah. But it's like, it's, it's very pretty aesthetically is cool. I like, I really like that. Um, but yeah, the main cannons are annoying. I will say the third room though, when you walk in it, that is one of the, that is a very well done moment. Playing back to a cinematic, walking in and seeing that cinematic moment actually show up and you're about to fight this encounter. I was like, okay. And that's probably one of my favorite parts about the raid is that part because you've got some enemy management. You've got some good mechanics in there. Uh, the boss is a really short damage phase. So I still don't know if we're doing something wrong or if he's just got a short phase. But that part is probably my favorite part because of what you, uh, because of the communication, it feels like a good raid encounter in there. It feels like there's mechanics. Team coordination, different people, different roles. I kind of like that one. I think it was from a different activity, and they put it into this raid when it wasn't supposed to be. <laughs> actually. <laughs> actually. Oh, doesn't actually. share any mechanics with the rest of the raid. Zero. That is one of those weird There's moments. no yeah. mechanics. Aesthetically, it seems like it, it didn't take place in the Root of Nightmares area. It looks like it just is a... It was supposed to be a, a pyramid ship. It involved the Witness... Maybe it was supposed to be in the final shape or even a witness related fight because it's the room where you first see the witness in during the cutscene, importantly, uh, and involves, you know, this this planet swapping mechanic. I would not be surprised if we did a different raid or dungeon that had the planet swapping mechanic and this was supposed to be from that. Honestly, I really do feel that it's so out of place for the rest of the raid. It feels like a like a stop in the middle and it's in a weird part of the raid. And the boss is a nondescript cabal dude. Cabal dude. Yeah. That I don't think it was supposed to be the original enemy either. So that, that's just been my theory on this one. There it was really like doesn't leaked, feel like it's supposed to be. There was leaked concept art a while ago that I saw for this raid. I'm trying to find it while you guys talk. Yeah. And I was curious. I was going to see what it looked I would like. love to see if it's in the leaked concept art. But even if it is, I mean, by the point where they were developing this raid, I feel like they had already decided to delay whatever and you know I, I, yeah. I, it just feels to me like it wasn't supposed to be part of this raid but we'll see maybe we won't was, see uh, <laughs> did you did they ever explain why the cabal follow Nizrek there like they don't they explain why him? the cabal are still fighting for them or why they're kidnapping humans and for what purpose and the seasonal content I, I don't think we have any idea what the I think they're just gonna yeah. they're gonna hand wave it and be like dark darkness they, they gave into the darkness y'all they're bad now Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Cause I, it's funny. You listen to like a bike video of just like, you know, Nesrek and the trap, the witness, they don't get along. You're like, Oh, okay. And then you're looking at the call and you're like, you guys just kind of didn't try. Did you, you just gave up <laughs> on the story there. I don't, know the, I don't know what you did, but okay. Um, I, I liked it, uh, for the most part, especially, yeah, the bot, the boss encounter is probably what I enjoyed the most. Um, I haven't gotten all of it down yet. Uh, so far I, I honestly haven't played, the raid too much i've only played it maybe like three times if i'm gonna be honest and i need to get into it a lot more um i feel like after deep stone and vault everything kind of like minimalized for me just because i got caught up in other shit so i like there's a lot of like i haven't done the seal for king's fall for vow to disciple lord for this yet and i'm just like oh shit i really gotta get on it but um yeah i think nezrek himself was cool i like that he's just like overcharged tormentor type looking dude because i guess the tormentors are supposed to be in his image i guess 
I assume. Or because maybe. of lazy reskinning. One, one of the two. Yeah. Yeah, one of those. I do like um, the idea that he's like re- accidentally resurrected by the traveler. He, it's weird to say it, I don't know, but he reminds me a little bit of the devil from Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny. A little, a little bit, bit, just like the big red skin. Just kind of, yeah. I mean, just his personality and voice of just like, you are fucked and all this shit. And he's just like, all this crap. And you're like, oh no, we accidentally, you know, Nizrek's out here now. Boys, we gotta take this boy out. But yeah, no, it just, it just feels weird. But that, I don't know why he reminds me of him. He just does. Uh, but I feel like, okay, that's that's the raid. Uh, getting into Season of Defiance, which we already talked about, Excalibur. Uh, you know, it has a... I felt... Th- this is where it weirded me out for a second. So, you go through Lightfold campaign, and I'm just like, fuck, this, this sucked. And I get to Season of Defiance, and, like, you get the first cutscene and everything. I'm like, oh, this is, this is kind of better. I like where we're going here. Like, this is actually pretty interesting. You got Mara doing all this stuff with the... The, or her tekens you got mm-hmm. the the farm here chronomander doing some stuff i'm like oh this is really interesting and then like you get to week three and i'm like yeah we you we do you'll be are we doing anything like this kind of just the go right re- yeah <laughs> it's hello vault dweller uh, a, a settlement is in need of your assistance today it's like what's his face from fucking fallout 4 and i'm like oh okay we're just gonna go rescue the people from the thing again and then uh, you get to the fabled uh, Amanda No, and we're just like, oh no. Anyway, and, <laughs> and just like, we're just, I just, I just didn't care. I didn't care. I didn't care by the end of it. And I'm like, that's it. That's what we got. This is what yeah. this is what we went to. We strong start to just that finish. Okay, I guess that's it then. Yeah. I kind of agree with you there. Like, I, I thought it start, started strong because, like, I think Queen Mara is a really interesting character and her being like, you are my new Queen's Guard, just like you're an Iron Lord, but that doesn't matter or mean anything. But, uh, like, after the whole, like, swearing you in thing, it just, that, she didn't seem to matter at all. It's just She's somehow giving you the power to traverse the astral plane, which we've done before. Uh, she's just there to appeal to the thirsty players of destiny that's right i guess (laughs) so just like it seemed like at the end of the season it all boiled down to some of callus's units are still behind around earth and other places and taking like prisoners for some reason we don't i don't think we learn why uh and then yeah we get revenge for uh amanda Amanda by destroying the apparently flagship in the sky that i didn't even notice was like a particularly it wasn't callus's flagship it was basically his like a flagship non-descript important ship yeah so like at the end of the season i was like what what we didn't really do much except lose a sort of not even important character but just like well-liked character uh, it was weird. Kind of, yeah. I did like that she had the fourth horseman, though. Or, wait, no, the chaperone. I mean, yeah, that's the whole thing is that that's always been her gun. Like, yeah, you can see in the season of the Splicers um, cutscene when her and Zavala show up. But, like, uh, I thought, like, but, like it's funny because it's like, we'll show them. And you, like, destroy the flagship. Meanwhile, there's, like, the entire fleet of pyramid ships still up there. And yeah. I'm, like, I'm just like, they... did we really do anything Was useful? this supposed to be? <laughs> Is this supposed to mean something to us? It's like, oh, we killed all the goblins in Moria. 
No way. Oh, Sauron's still got his orc army coming to Minas Tirith. Good job, idiot. Yeah, it's like, oh, we we lost the Traveler. We lost against the Witness. We lost on Niamuna. But hey, we, we beat this ship. Yeah, the, How about the that? Witness gave the Traveler <laughs> ecstasy. It's over now. But, uh, uh, what do you guys think about all this fun story that we got in this? Uh, <laughs> do you want to go? Yeah, why not? So <laughs> he and I have talked about this so much. Um, yeah, we, we kind of beat this one to yeah, death a little bit. Uh, it's a bad season. Um, it's a bad season, and they had to spoil how Lightfall ends to get it because I knew. Oh, you're right. I knew as soon as they announced what the season was, they basically admitted that like we weren't gonna like lose badly to the witness. The tower wasn't gonna destroy because the entire premise is you're defending Earth, and I was like, great, good, good job, guys. Now I know how Lightfall ends. Um, I still th- have the theory that they killed Amanda Holiday because they felt like they had to because it looks like she dies in the opening cutscene and the average gamer of Destiny doesn't play the seasonal content and so they have to be dead by the time you know the final shape happens and so they had to find a way to kill her off since it looked like she was already dead um, and I think that they thought that that would be a good central piece for an entire season and so they were like well to make this season about the death of amanda because that happens in that cutscene, and it shows sloppy work it's a bad activity they don't explain why the cabal are kidnapping humans i think it's a fetish personally um, <laughs> and it's uh it i don't like it it's it's bad and the fact that it was four or five weeks is really it's only redeeming quality because at least i they didn't make me grind that activity offensively so i at least appreciate that um but yeah i I didn't i'm not down with the season and i'm glad it's over i think like the only mission that i actually really thought was interesting was when you go from like the edz to like space by just walking and just like wait how are you doing that don't worry about it astral science (laughs) oh the yeah yeah they bring back the astral plane um i thought uh i mean now (laughs) Now Travis fucked up my head, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, you got to go to the DeviantArt to get the rest of the story to the fucking ball yeah. kidnapping the human." That's literally what it's gonna oh come down God. to. It's gonna be fanfic of like you know Cabal, uh, you know, who are the the, the, ba- love... the bathers from? Uh, the oh my God! No. <laughs> <laughs> Just Marisol's like, mm-hmm. "I knight the Sir Paul McCartney of my Queen's Guard." Yes. That's what I wanted. But no, God. That was, yeah, it was so... I feel like the only stuff I really enjoyed was just some of the banter between Crow and Mara. And that was about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, that was like one of the small underlining thing that you're kind of seeing like the whole... I mean, it's like the two, the full like two-year story of just kind of watching Crow, more or less, and the investment in that. Um, I keep forgetting that Savathun literally gave him back all his memories. <laughs> so he does remember everything with Mara. So it's, yeah. it Good. makes it more interesting he when he's like... shooting him in the face. Yeah, yeah. He's like you, you. He did. He that could have been. That could have been point. Petra. You don't know. Well, that's the thing. Like, I need, I need a thing. moment, Guardian. Is they can't write that because they left it open to the player interpretation. So Crow can never be like, "You're the one who shot me," or it was Petra. They have to, you know, yeah. unless they want to canonize it later, which I don't think they will. I was we like, both shot him at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. For me, this season, um, just unfortunate timing wise, but made the lines hit harder was Lance Riddick. Any yeah, like the yeah. times where Zavala was standing over her like grave, going through like saying his kind of little mini monologue he had the following week afterwards, kind of doing a eulogy for her. 
those were really well delivered and hit way harder than they were like ever going to because we lost Lance Riddick um, way yep. too early. Yeah, just the fact that we yeah. could hear his voice was more than really the big thing. That uh, yeah. uh, do we? Fan I mean, that's show, what I'm wondering. Fan of, fan of Fire Team Chat, Lance Riddick, former guest. Yeah. So, oh, he was on the show. Yeah, that's he was so on cool. the show. We interviewed yeah. him for an episode, so it's. It also felt weird watching like John Wick Four as yeah. well at the same time because like all the you have Especially him in there what too. Especially to him, I was like, well, that yeah, that's don't, don't, don't. Come on, guys. Yeah, I was like, that was just. I was mm-hmm. like, well, he's not going to be in the next one. <laughs> um, but I'm wondering, I guess, if he recorded a lot of li- if he recorded any lines for the next couple seasons or anything. Yeah, they did mention sure. somewhere that he they have like some lines for upcoming content, but they weren't specific like how far. Yeah, they won't, they won't say, they, and I don't know what they're gonna do about him. But yeah, it's gonna. I, I don't yeah, envy whatever their journey is ahead. If if he wasn't done with like final shape i don't envy what their journey is because they're either yeah. gonna have to do rewrites i don't or recast i was like they could recast because they they recast ikora and they found a they voice recast actress. everyone everyone's yeah. being recast for like cheaper actors pretty much Dude, the voice actress for ikora i literally didn't even notice until i found out and i was like really she did really Wait, well it's so the different voice actress for ikora well, they don't she doesn't talk that often anymore she doesn't well, talk true. that often that but i would true. say the ikora voice actress does a very good job of i mean it's Gina Torres is a very distinct them. voice, yeah. but like I would say, like it took me a little bit. I was like, she did a good job, ca- yeah. like capturing Ikora. Zavala, yeah. like Lance Riddick is vi- so that's going to be hard. Like it is yeah. such a voice that is not rep- hard to replicate, and it's also it's like, do you feel like you're doing it injustice if you do try and recast him? Do you how do you handle in the story? So many things that I don't know if that's going to change the way they actually write like any of the characters and stuff and like Zavala and Keitel I feel like aren't going to get a moment that I feel like maybe they could have or something so there's there's a lot that it will be lacking but yeah it's like for the story I mean we've said it like Amanda didn't have to die she didn't have to be there I understand she likes being in the mix but like going all the way in the bunker to do the thing didn't seem necessary um is she going to come back a guardian don't know I could see it going either way if they do bring her back then I guess we'll I I'll just have to see how it plays out. But overall, the season, like the activity, I don't mind. It's like basically strikes again. So, I mean, they're more strikes yeah. for length. Um, they're getting a little long. Like one of them, I feel like, is longer than the other two. I can't remember which one. Um, but it's not a bad activity. It's fun. But yeah, as for the story, the arbitrary, like, Cabal, Shadow Legion people, and then Devrim K kills the leader of them off screen. He's like, I shot that guy. Now you guys need to go do this like last thing over here, and then you got to go take care of a few more. Random- it was really cool. You should have seen it, Guardian. If we, yeah. if yeah. we could afford to show you, it would have been insane. Yeah, it did bother me that for the last mission they were like, "You're you're so powerful, Guardian, that you'll just suck us up in your astral wake, and we'll we'll be fighting right alongside you." But not, but not really literally oh, right beside yeah. you. We said that too in on our podcast. We were like, "Oh, we're yeah. we're gonna be right there with you." It's like, no, you're not. Yeah, you will be around. You'll be yeah. behind a piece of glass during yeah. a specific moment. You'll be you'll yeah. be on another part of the ship that we yeah. that we won't see. So it's like those moments where it's like we'll be right there. Oh cool, we're going to fight be right there with you, Guardian in spirit. No, you get like more interaction with them in like Season of the Haunted in terms yeah. of that kind of thing than you did in this practically. Uh I did think it was funny that they brought back Devrim after yeah. all the since Vanilla like a ri- like yeah. back then you're like, "Oh hey, Devrim." Oh, you're the same voice yep. actor. Holy shit. Yep, he's still apparently there, so yeah, like activity fun. I mean, I would say like season of the risen compared to this one, risen was 
personally much better story wise. Activity yeah. battlegrounds. I mean, I think they're getting better at the battlegrounds and enemy density has like been pretty been up there on these. But story wise, Risen was way better. Personally. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, I guess anything else for it? For I, I want to talk one more thing, and that's uh, season of the deep is coming. Uh, and from what it sounds like, I mean, just by the name, you're like, oh, we're getting worms. Like, I assume. I hope they bring Savathun back as an ally. That'd there's so a, cool. there was the we'll rumor <laughs> Titans coming back. If I was correct, you guys, you guys back haven't read the leaks. I assume. No, and, but I'm, all I'm more than just you can talk them. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, uh, I'd yeah. love to hear it then. <laughs> we know exactly what's going to happen in season of the deep from beginning to end based on leaks. So yeah. Oh damn. So yeah. Oh, They're dealing with a leaky if wanna, house. If you, wanna, if you wanna link that to me, I'd love yeah, to it's a paste bin, right? <laughs> Is that what this one was? Just get a, get an idea of what we have to do in the next season. Yeah, I think they've even. No, I just I just want to know. I don't give a shit I think anymore. It's no. like yeah, just tell me. But yeah, I I don't I don't really like the seasonal content usually, and this seems like it's very on par with what we've seen in the past and. Uh, I think the story subject matters probably better. The enemies that we're going to be fighting are better. Maybe the activity will be better. I don't know. But uh, I don't know. I try not to get too hyped up about this stuff. I just want them to explain the damn veil and give background. Yeah, there is the, the veil quest. They the, confirmed yeah, this next yeah. season. So that's... The, 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 yeah, veil, the veil quest we know is going to be next season. And then the other promise they made is that before the final shape, they're going to tell us more about the witness and what it is and what it wants and stuff like that. And so... I hope if so. We are they, able have to, to, they have to. If we're able to accomplish... They don't have to. They don't have to. Trust me. Remember, <laughs> they, they should. Yeah. They really they should, should if they want to yes. land the plane. Yeah, so I, I, I think... The, but they did promise that. And they also promised they would explain what the veil is. So if they can accomplish those two things in these seasons that would be great everything else is uh, nice to have because i you know the seasonal stuff it really grates me oh, throughout the year destiny uh, the expansions are why i and most people play and the dungeons and raids and stuff that they release in between that yeah. so it's it's uh we'll see okay and usually it, they if I get this correct, they did say like, oh yeah, these upcoming seasons, you'll learn about the veil. But besides that, they said like, you'll be fighting all the, the witnesses, disciples, pretty much. They said like plural of that. I don't remember that. I don't, I feel like they said something like that, but I could be wrong. I know. Uh, I know season I mean, of the deep. They said there were like, sometimes we keep season secret season of the deep. We're going to tell you things in advance. And I mean, leaks unannounced, but they'll officially supposed to tell, but sometimes they'll be secretive. Sometimes they won't. We know the season. We know there's not a power increase, so I'm sure they'll be telling us more as you know once Guardian or yeah once Guardian Games kicks off. Um, oh boy! Like, are we excited for Guardian Games? Is it is, is that yeah, is be no. a little bit? I'll participate for content for me. <laughs> at, but, no, uh, at, at, I'll say this: at least they changed the activity to actually be a competitive event, like Guardians Games always should have been, and a class-based competitive event. Yeah, there's a Guardians class-based. You think it's gonna be rigged again? <laughs> no, it was never rigged. Come on. Uh, yeah, I just uh, can't run things it, otherwise. I mean, I'm just, I'm just. Well, you're just like the hunters never win <laughs> except for the one time. I mean, everyone's won once now. That's why yeah. they're all like, "It's up in the air now." Yeah. Um, but no, I was gonna say. Um, well, I mean, all I gotta if do somebody is somebody wins, it'll be because of a game breaking bug because the game mm. basically doesn't run at this point in time uh, correctly. And yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll people will be like, "It doesn't matter," and I'll be like, "Yeah, that's correct. It doesn't matter. It's a fake event in a game." But you know, whatever. 
I have to focus this time just because I have to do the Guardian Games seal and then get the seal, the overall like four event seal that like encaptures all four of them. So I'm just like, all right, because I, I at I, least I, I stopped doing like. Simp. I think it says bungee simp over your head. When you <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, I stopped doing triumphs for the sake because I never, I don't do the score anymore for the sake of this. It's like a waste of time unless you're getting like a, a ship or a sparrow or a ghost or something. But otherwise, I'm like, all right, I'll do the seals and that's about it. That's like my biggest, I guess, like investment in it in terms of like what I'm doing. Otherwise, I'd rock that's that like seal, the... by the way, that title. Hmm? Paid shill would be even better if I could unlock yeah. that. <laughs> oh, well done. Well done. Yeah. There you go. But all right. I think we've covered everything. And uh, like I said, if you want to hear about the campaign season of the Seraph, you can check out part one. Otherwise, uh, Travis, where can people find you? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Travis if you like people who tweet about the games industry, Destiny, and Fast and Furious movies. Um, if you don't like those things, then uh, tell your enemies to follow me. That will show them. <laughs> uh, you can uh, also read all of my stuff on IGN.com. Uh, if you Google IGN Travis Northup, you can see all the posts I, I put up. Um, I, my last review is Dead Island 2. I'm currently working on some stuff I cannot talk about, and I've got a review coming up soon. Also reviewing Diablo 4 next month, which is going to be pretty huge, and you can see my two reviews in progress on IGN or YouTube. Um, I'm also on a show called BitCast on Sunday mornings. I just got done recording it this morning uh, uh, over on Season Gaming. And then I do a Destiny weekly podcast with this guy, Lord Cognito, and some his friend, I forget his name, um, is there as well. And uh, that's called The Last Word. Um, so, yeah, you can find me there as well if you'd like. Okay. Ebontis, where can people find you? Uh, let's see. Ebontis, E-B-O-N-T-I-S, uh, my YouTube channel, mostly Destiny content over there. Twitch, uh, Destiny Plus variety, so it usually kind of splits where I kind of keep some sanity when, you know, got to take a little break from Destiny and play something else. Uh, Twitter, same thing there as well. And then, of course, uh, a show that I co-host with Travis and Lord Cognito. Oh, you're uh, the, the Last Word Podcast. Okay. That's right. I that's knew that's right, yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, so uh, the Last Word podcast, we have our Destiny show, of which we talk on Thursday nights on my YouTube channel at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And guess or not, the three of us typically will be there uh, most of the time. Kept sort of scheduling issues. But yeah, we we have a pretty good time. And yeah, it was good to, excellent to chat with you guys. Always good to mix it up. Yeah, thank you both for uh, coming. That was I was very appreciative you guys made it in. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. Sorry, I missed last week. I no, you're no, good. no worries. No uh, worries. It went, otherwise, it went long enough. We didn't need a. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we were like. <laughs> it was like almost two pretty, hours. Yeah. This is a shorter episode before people. I was like, oh man, it's going to be much longer probably. Hopefully not, but we'll see what we can do. Uh, otherwise, you can find the show on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at Suture Talk. If you want to help us out, subscribe on whatever platform you are listening and watching. And if it's Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review. If it is Spotify, please rate us. Or if it's YouTube, I guess give the like besides subscribing. Uh, you can also write into the show, whether it's comments, feedback, or questions on an episode uh, that will be upcoming, uh, which I will say next week uh, most likely will be a Star Wars episode. We'll probably talk Bad Batch Season 3, Season 2, and Mandalorian Season 3, so we'll knock those out next episode. Uh, but you can write in at sutrasidetalk at gmail.com, just the title of the show altogether at gmail.com. You could also follow James at invadergym124 on Twitter, and you could follow me at gogocomzilla on Twitter. And uh, until next week, see you later.
Thanks for listening.